0: There's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
1: 903 in the AM Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. The NBA once again dealing with questions about the All-Star game after Adam Silver promised it would be more competitive. 397 points scored in that basketball game with the East winning We got this from uh, Brute23. The NBA uh, players make the most money and have the most power. Of course they don't care. LOL. That's a bad way of looking at it. And he's right. I'm not disagreeing with him, Jeremy. Mm -hmm. I'm agreeing with him. That's why they don't care. But, you know, it's, it's like that old saying to whom much is given, much is required. You're giving all of this money. You're giving all this power. And in response to that, you care less? Shouldn't you care more? Because you've been given so much power. Well, typically you would think you should care more, but,
2: you know, look, we're we're dealing with um, interesting times here and just the way that, that people look at the world and people look at things in general. Like, we, we keep going back. You hear the OK Boomer, okay, th- different levels of society and how things have gone on over the years. I just think a lot of the younger kids that are now growing up and becoming adults they were raised a lot different than I was. And, and even, you're not much older than me, but even different than you were. And I oh, yeah. think I think that's a big part of this generation. So Yeah, it's called integrity.
1: Well, I, that's what it's called.
2: Well, when I heard Larry Bird uh, speaking yesterday, like, look, we're in Indiana. I hope these guys show up and play defense tonight. And then they almost gave up 400 points. Yeah. Like, yeah, the older players are now talking about it. Take some pride in what you do. Go out yeah. and play ball.
1: Uh, uh, Anthony Davis, all-star for the West. This is what he had to say about it.
3: I think it's uh, it's twofold. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, the fans and the league and everybody wants to be competitive, but then you also, you know, as players, think about, you know, trying not to get hurt. You know, obviously injuries are part of the game, and you know, no one wants to get hurt in the All-Star game, especially going back. I mean, all these guys here are very valuable to their teams. Um, so, you know, it's some, some mixed emotions about it. Um, you know, you try to go out there and compete a little bit, um, and not just be, you know, a highlight show, but at the same time, you know, do you guys really want to see, you know, somebody going down for a dunk and somebody going to contest them and, you know, God forbid something happens, like, in an all-star game when it could have been avoided. So I'm not sure we're talking about it during the game. Like, what can we actually do? Um, but then you think of the aspect of the competitive nature of it and if players really compete how they do in a season. You know, it's, it's not, okay, compete a little bit, or there's only one way to compete in, you know. Um, I think a lot of players aren't really – I to compete at that level, uh, once this late in the season, and then two, um, just at an all-star game where you know you try to leave here like we did tonight and practically every all-star with no one getting injured.
1: Stop. Exactly. Don't Stop. play the damn game, then. Stop the game. Don't play the game. That's what you're worried about. He's one of
2: the few people that worries about getting hurt before every game because it feels like he gets hurt every game.
1: Um, hurt players stay hurt. Who goes up and undercuts someone on a contested dunk? Even in a regular game, that doesn't happen. No, when it happens, we're talking about it. You know why? Because it doesn't happen. Nobody's saying you can't make business decisions when somebody
2: goes up for a dunk. Get in front of them when they're at the three-point line. Just get your damn hand up. Oh, how
1: about this? Don't let them go for a dunk. Don't let them open. <laughs> Play it's, defense. Maybe you won't be open for that dunk. I just, dude. Now, now, that's the same you hear from LeBron. Well, I don't, I don't know what the answer is. Yes, you do. Play defense. That's it. That's the answer. We're worried about injuries. Injuries. Don't take the don't take the check and don't play. It's that simple, Jeremy. I, I just get tired of
2: hearing these guys it's excuses for everything. And yeah, nobody wants to get hurt. Nobody does. But like, sit here saying it. And, and, and by the way, if that's your thought process, don't go. Opt out. Let somebody else. That's go. my point. But they want the check. Yeah, they they want it all. Yeah, that that's. Yeah. I don't want to hear that. I think is, more so than anything, they want to rub elbows with their buddies at some city. The friendly. Yeah.
1: The friendly. That's what it is. Jeremy, is the NBA bad business for the NBA? Is this? Or the, is the NBA becoming bad business for the
2: NBA? I don't know. I, I Look, I still think it's always going to be fine. I mean, for years we were hearing, what was it, baseball and horse racing are dying, and maybe there was something, some truth to it. Uh, the NBA really needs to take a look at itself and figure out, look, they tried to eliminate some of the flopping stuff. Don't know that's gone the way that they wanted. You don't think so? What, getting rid of it? You don't think there's less flopping in the league now? I still think there's there's plenty of flopping okay. that goes on. Uh-huh. Every every bit of contact. I mean, there's fl- when guys are backing you down, if you are really trying to defend them, can they knock you over? No. I mean, like, if you're really trying to, these guys are falling over. Every time you go, and you go stationary, and you let somebody touch you, and you fall back, you're drawing that charge. That's a flop. You're selling it, and some guys do it a little bit more than others. Where they're trying to flop when you haven't even touched them. I'm glad they've tried to clean up some of that. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, they got to see take that's a long what I look in the that's what I mean. They,
1: I saw Draymond Green, who was a tough guy, about four or five years ago, flop, and the replay showed that the offensive player never touched him, or LeBron get poked in the eye when a finger never went in his eye. Yeah,
2: and by the way. I love LeBron, too. Uh, I've said this before. I appreciate his game, what he's done for the league, who he is. But that cat trying to tell everybody that it's 50-50 whether or not he wants the uh, farewell tour, or if he wants to Tim Duncan it. You ain't You, you, you damn, damn well. You've got chosen one tattooed on your chest. You want the
1: farewell tour. Recorded a rap video when he went to Miami. That was a <laughs> rap video, man. <laughs> Come on, Coming with the likes, high-fiving.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure if I want any of that <laughs> attention.
1: Come on. You want all of it. Let's go to Steve in Centerville. What's up, Steve? Morning, fellas. Morning. Good hey, oh, morning. The, the season, I think,
4: is too long. I don't think this is 100% on the players. It, that reeks to me, and I'm a dumb fan, so I might be wrong, but it reeks to me of TV contracts and TV money. But you just can't sustain – that level of performance for that long, I don't think. I think if it was a shortened season, the games would mean more. And they, yeah, the flopping is its, it's even worse than watching World Cup soccer. But these guys don't play defense. It's like defense is illegal until you get to the playoffs. And that's—I love
1: basketball. Let me let me that's ask you a question. Time I watch the NBA anymore, Steve. Let me ask you a question: Who played harder? on his career to Michael Jordan? Nobody. Okay. 82, 82, 82, 81, 82, 80. Oh, he had a horrible year one year, Jeremy. He played 78. 82, 82. The man retired at 38, came back, played 60, and then at uh, 39, played 82. I don't want to hear. It's the same 82 game schedule it was for him, and nobody played harder than him.
4: I think he's
1: the one off. Oh, you, you think, think he's, he's the one off? Okay. All right, he's the, he's the one off. I think I think you're wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think you're wrong. <laughs> Let's go with somebody from his era. Dennis Robin. 77, 82, 82, 82, 82, 82, 79. He had an off year, 49. Then he came back at the age of 34 and played 64. Dennis Robin, at the age of 36, played 80 games. <laughs> Is he the two-off? Some people care a little bit more I than just, others. I, I think, I think that, that's, that's my point. It's, not, it's the same 82 games. Who banged people more than Charles Oakley? He's a banger, wasn't he? Yeah, He had a reason to be hurt, am I right? Wilt Chamberlain? 77, 82, 82, 82, 76, 82, 82, 82. He fell off two years, 50 and 53. Then back to, he played 50 at the age of 35. And that was the year to strike, and all they had was 50. He played (laughs) all of them. Then he played 80. At the age of 37, he played 78 games. Stop it. Stop with the dog. We make more excuses than than we have reason. Stop it. Air. the arrogant tone deaf league and all of professional sports daily line at 930 but on the other side we're giving our shovels who's your shovel for Jeremy Carr my shovel's going to people on social media I'll tell you the reason
2: why and we'll get into it but I think you'll agree with me there are times you can just keep it moving and people don't do that
1: if you have a shovel give us a call give us a text 410-5 hit us up on Twitter at BBMS1057 shovels next
0: okay picture this sponsored by Jerry's Toyota and their exclusive benefits including free service maintenance for 4 years or 50,000 miles. Visit Jerry's Toyota just north of the Beltway on Bel Air Road and online at jerrystoyota.com 1057 The Fan
1: Time to give out shovels. If you have a shovel, give us a call give us a text, 410-583-1057 Hit us up on Twitter at bbms 1057 fan. Jeremy Conn, who gets your shovel? People on social media
2: now, I have my Facebook feed where I post a bunch of memes, and I'm usually posting memes that I find funny. I don't care who it's about. I don't care what it's about. I do make business decisions on there, and there are certain things that I don't post. You make business?
1: Yeah. I hate to see the things you don't post.
2: It's usually religion. Um, okay. So, no. But in all seriousness, I posted one about uh, it was about Trump last week. And, oh, my goodness gracious, everyone getting in their feelings. I think the one I hear the most is you're just looking for attention. You're just looking for attention, which I told the one guy, Bruce, who writes that underneath everything I post that he doesn't agree with. You're looking, you got your attention, but people getting butt hurt. And then you get the the stick to sports crew, which ironically, the next day when I posted a meme about Biden, I didn't get, I didn't get the stick to sports. The same people that chimed in on the Trump one didn't chime in on the Biden one to tell me to stick to sports. I think they're both clowns. Personally, I'm not a fan of either one of them. Um, and but that being said, like it's my social media feed. I don't understand why people read something. Like I'll even throw this: like my my brother, who's uh, conservative, posted on it about it's something I, I wrote about pro-lifers or whatever. Posted on it. I've never posted on one of my brother's pages about. I mean, he's a Trump supporter, any of that stuff. Never posted on. This is not others. for you cuz it, it like it doesn't have anything to do with me. Right. That's that's who you like. So I I read it and I go, eh, "I don't agree with it. I keep moving. Yep. But like people always have to respond and then they get upset when you respond back to them. Like, "Oh, can't believe you're saying this. You're going to lose a listener." Well, I, I guess I already have. It was a funny meme. I thought it was funny. Either meme that I posted. But
1: I love this right here. It is my social media page. I love this. I love your shovel. Yeah. I do. Because it's one hundred percent true. I just don't know why people have to respond to something that hasn't. It... Because they're they're so important.
2: Well, the other one that I posted about, like um, about pro life, people have to respond to their lights. Like I know plenty of people. Okay, that's great. What this wasn't for you. Keep moving. If I'm driving home and if we're going to get, let's say we're getting pizza, I ain't stopping off at Subway to look at their menu too. Like if it's not for me, I'm going to go to the pizza shop. That's not for you. I don't understand why people feel compelled. They have gotta let people know how they feel about every single thing. Everything.
1: Because you know why, Jeremy? There are people who literally pick up their phones and go on Facebook and just scroll down and commenting and liking everything. I tell people all the time, I don't really read Facebook. I just post. I read my post. Did you see such and such posts? No, I didn't. You'll see I, some- But you were on Facebook. No, I was posting. You'll see some days where I post, like, 15
2: things and then three days where I don't post anything. If I find something funny and I'm scrolling through social media, I will share it. And it's not, like, the only reason I'm sharing it is in case somebody else finds it funny. If you don't find it funny, you don't have to write I don't find this funny. You know, you can just keep moving.
1: (laughs) It's that simple. I I love your shovel today. I do. And I don't want to because I don't really like you, but I love your shovel. (laughs) My shovel goes to... Los Angeles Angels third baseman Anthony Rendon. (laughs) Anthony Rendon has played. um, He should have played, could have played the 486 games over the last three years. He's not played in that many. Jeremy Khan, you know why? Because he's been uh -uh, injured. (laughs) He played in 148. That's not even a full season. Anthony Rendon was also the, the same man that years ago said he the season should be reduced. But this is what he had to say. Is it still a top priority for you?
2: That's never been a top priority for me. This is a job. So I do this to make a living.
1: Uh, my faith, my family come first before this job. So if those things come before it, I'm leaving.
4: Is it a priority?
1: Oh, it's a priority for sure. This is my job. I'm here. Aren't
0: do you want to be here?
2: I don't want to talk to you guys at 7 <laughs> in the morning or whatever <laughs> time it, it is. Together. So... <laughs>
0: You, I mean, do you want? I mean, do you want to like be here playing baseball? I have you? answered your question. So why do you keep picking at it?
1: Oh. <laughs> Anthony Rendon has made 178 million plus dollars over his career, and is due 115 million plus. It's easy to say that. You know what I mean? You've cashed some checks. It's easy to say that. Yep. But those people who can only afford to go to 10 games by cheering for you, who can't tell the world that they don't love their job because their next paycheck means something. I just, again, I just think, we asked what happened to customer service. This is what happened to customer service. And There'll be people to say that he has a right to say it. He does have a right to say it. But just because he has a right to say it, doesn't make it right for him to say it. This is what happened to customer service. Mm-hmm. You're telling your fan base, your fan base, games aren't free to them, that this game is not a top priority to you. It's... And on top of that, he said, has never been a top priority for me. Never. My family, my faith. You didn't always have a family, man. You weren't always married with kids. This is, He said it's never been a top priority for him. He I, specified. He made so, it 100%. It sounds like he's one of those guys that was really good at something that he never loved. Right? Like, I, I mean, if you played no. sports and you had a love for it. I don't believe that. You can't. You can't become the baseball player that he was unless at some point in your life it was a top priority for you.
4: I got to find the quote. He said that he was going through his old emails and he found an email that his he sent to himself when he was 24 uh-huh. and it listed what his priorities was. Mm-hmm. And he admitted that baseball was higher then, but as soon as he had a family that it got knocked back down. And he, like when he saw the email again, he was like, it was still high enough on my priorities list that I still wanted to play baseball, but right now, my family and my faith are higher than baseball.
1: Here's why I don't believe baseball was never a top priority for him. Heather Rendon is a man that once led the league in run scored at 111 that year. He batted 287 with an OPS of 824. He also led the league in doubles several times, a couple of times. That's why they call him Tony totally Two Bags with 44. He had 41 in year two. He led the league in RBI, 126. You don't become that good. Unless it was a top priority. You can say that now, my friend, because you made almost $200 million playing. And you got another hundred fifteen owed to you. Stop. Let's not forget where you came from. It had to be a top priority for you, but you wouldn't be that good. Baseball is not a sport about athleticism. Athleticism adds to the game, mm-hmm. but you're not great because you're a great athlete. If that's the case, then Jorge Mateo would be one of the best shortstops in all of baseball. And many people more athletic than that guy.
2: Well, he has to be one of the best shortstops in all of baseball because he's practicing second and center. Um, <laughs> sorry. I, no, no, but like, you know, with this thing with Rendon, I I, I am kind of caught here because I agree with Angry Joe earlier about, like, we got to stop asking athletes to be honest and then picking apart when they are honest. But this is, it feels weird to a lot of people that have played sports. It's like, how do you fall out of love
1: with this? And why are you still here if you're not in love with it? See hey, Jeremy, that's why I'm going to push back on that. I'm going to ask you for honesty. Doesn't mean I'm not going to read into your honesty. Be honest. Because your honesty lets us know exactly who you are. So, yeah. I'm going to ask him to be honest. And his honesty lets us know exactly yeah, who he when, is.
2: But when we treat guys like this for talking freely, that's why they don't talk freely more. That's fine.
1: He shouldn't. He should have said that. Customer service. Jack in Middle River. What's up, Jack? Hey, what's up, man? I'm going to give a show to LeBron James for low-man <laughs> Need to play with his
3: son that's not ready to be in the NBA next year or this
1: year. I didn't know that's why he did load management. Yeah, he trying to he trying to stay in the career. He's trying to stay in the NBA to play with his son, man. He's doing Wait, load management. Would you, you read that, Jack? I didn't see that. Huh? I said, "Would you read that?" I didn't catch that. Did you catch that? I didn't know. Would you see that? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't read about, but I think, think that's what's going on. He oh, was okay, I opinion. got you. That's your opinion. Okay, okay. See, man, you got to present it as your opinion, man. Because if not, people won't remember Jack in Middle River. LeBron they'll say, said. They'll say they heard on the Big Bad Morning Show, that yeah. LeBron James. Come on, you got you to present it as your opinion. I remember opinion. when Rob said that.
4: <laughs> he was asked, do you want to play with Bronny? And he said, I have no idea. You'll have to ask him about that. It's not up to me. It's up to the kid.
2: Of course he wants to. Like that would be such a cool thing. But
4: as but a let's hold on. LeBron actually gave the right answer in yeah. that.
1: Yeah. In Absolutely. That instance. Absolutely. I'm like, did we miss something? Did this happen over the All Star weekend? That's why I asked. When did he, when did he say that? You got listen. It's fine. I love when people present their opinion. But let us know what your opinion, man. Because like, again, three hours from now, nobody's gonna remember Jack and Middle River. Can They're news. gonna say, man, you heard the Big Bad Morning Show. LeBron James.
2: I'm actually tweeting it out in a little bit. Remember when <laughs> Rob said this earlier? Remember when Rob said LeBron James oh was going through load management so he could play with his kid in a couple years?
1: Joe LaCroix, Encore, Black History Month at 945. But on the other side, it's the Daily Line. We'll talk about yesterday um, and, and give you the place for today.
2: Like We we had some really great college hoops games last night. Uh, we have some be- even possibly better ones today with two top 25 matchups. I'll tell you who I like In both of those games, does UConn get upset? I'll tell you that's coming up next right here in the Daily Line on the Big Bad Morning Show. All right, so let's just dive into this because we had um, a lot. I don't even know if I want to start with what Rob just did by posting on Facebook that I had uh, just broke the news that LeBron James' um, load management is the reason why he has been.
1: Joe, I just posted NBA Insider. Jeremy Kyle reports the real reason behind LeBron's quote-unquote load management on BBMS. <laughs> so, going to yesterday, what did we get
2: right? what us it. What did we get wrong in uh, college hoops? Now, a couple of things I wanted to say. We, we did have some good games. The uh, Iowa State-Houston game had a chance to be really special, but uh, Houston was kind of handling business. It got really <laughs> well, high scoring. business big time, man. Yeah, high scoring in the second half. Shed went off. Um, Jamal's just fantastic. The uh, they were fa- Here's the weird thing, though. If you watch this game and you bet um, either side of it, you were sweating your ass off down to the end because if you saw, Houston won by eight. Well, Iowa State hit a shot and then let Houston dribble the clock out. Yep. Everyone expected them to foul, and they didn't. Just a really weird ending. So a loss there, and I like the under in that game as well.
1: You feel like the move to the Big 12 made Houston even more dangerous?
2: Because they're gonna have, they're gonna face tougher competition week in and week out. And not only
1: that, because they face tougher competition, they get better recruits. Yes, yeah. I, I thought it would, I thought it would hurt them, but it ended up like making them even more dangerous. Like I think UConn is the best team right now in the country, but I think Houston is the most dangerous team in the country.
2: Bear, yeah, uh, look, uh, this Houston team is really, really good, and I hate admitting it because I don't like their head coach. But this is where we're at. Um, I did call the Virginia Tech win as they just. I don't know what Virginia did to them, but they whooped their ass. Like it was just awful. Uh, I had Texas minus eight and a half. They won by six. Hit the hockey matchup early. That was a twelve thirty start with that one. Um, Texas Southern was another one that we hit. So overall, it was a it's a decent night. Not not anything spectacular. Um, going back to last night, and then again, we didn't get to talk about Sunday. Sunday, I went four and one of my top plays. Uh, with the NBA All Star Game, the over there being the the capper at the end of the night. Now, as far as today's slate goes, there's a lot to look at. A lot of great college basketball games. As UConn's in action, we have um, and then they're they're playing Creighton. It's a and Creighton is one of the teams that really can match up with UConn fairly well mm-hmm. across the board. I'm not telling you they have the athletes they have, but size wise, speed wise, outside shooting, they can kind of do it all. I think Creighton's poised for an upset tonight over UConn. I think UConn goes down um, at the hands of Creighton tonight. Something uh, that everybody should be keeping their eyes on. I'm going to give out a couple plays that I think are really... Like, tonight's one of these nights that I really, really love. Um, I think UMass is interesting. I think BYU-Baylor is going to be really interesting. BYU at home. Love them at home. It's a great advantage. Uh, Northern Illinois is in a great spot against Ball State. Um, Wisconsin should absolutely run Maryland out of the gym tonight. I think they're favored by seven. I think they win by double digits. Damn, man. Sorry. Uh, And one of the games that really stands out to me that I can't believe the total's not higher. The two fastest teams in the Big Ten are Michigan State and Iowa. The total's 154. I think this total should be in the 160s. I will be telling everyone, their mother, their mother's friends, whoever else wants to do it, to take the Iowa-Michigan State over tonight. Right now, sitting at 154, I Bet by the time we get in the afternoon, the total is going to be a little bit higher than that. Um, But I think this is the perfect spot to bet one as these two teams are going to be up and down the floor. Wake's in a good spot. And then on to the NHL. I like the Islanders and Pitt to go under five and a half. Kind of what I'm looking at today. These are my early leans. I think Michigan State should handle Iowa. Um, But if you're going to be watching games today, lots of great stuff. San Diego State at Utah State. Another good one, Utah State in a good spot to knock off uh, San Diego both those teams could easily be ranked. San Diego State is. Utah State is not. Um, but, yeah, some really, really good games tonight. Maryland-Wisconsin at 9 o'clock, which you can hear right here on our airwaves. Uh, 1057, the fan. What starts at 8? Thank you, Joe. Uh, but, yeah, it should be uh, – this is a really nice night of college hoops. The NBA will return on Thursday with a full slate. So, you have off night tonight, tomorrow, Wednesday – well, I keep thinking today's Monday. Tonight, tomorrow, and then they're back <clears> on Thursday. So, um, And I'll be out at uh, the Green Turtle – <laughs> Excuse me, in Towson, 6-8 to on Thursday. Thursday. It's a gambling 101. Come out, get a free $10 bet, and I'll go over my card for Thursday night. And already looking at it, um, Thursday looks pretty interesting as uh, there's some really good matchups in the NBA and a full slate of college and um, NHL games as well. So we'll be back at it, the Green Turtle and Towson for that. So there you go. There you go.
1: Jeremy, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. This is a good one I saw on Instagram. All uh, right. You got into a bar fight. Mm-hmm. What song would you want playing in the background?
2: What song would I want playing in the background? Joe, you
1: asked that question too. What song would you want playing in the background? I know mine. What's yours? Go ahead. Give me yours. I'm 52 years old. The Beatles. Help. (laughs) (laughs) Help. I need somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's what I want playing in the background, man. See, mine would
2: probably be like, I'd want something up tempo, like Sleep Now on the Fire by Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> Street Fighting Man G7, which it turns out to be Do so you like pina coladas? What would be yours, Joe? Uh oh. <laughs> oh, Andy up. Andy yes. up. Here he comes. <laughs> Why he just pushing everybody and falling into
1: the wall? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, on. Andy up. Joe's waiting for the smoke. <laughs>
4: You see the montage now.
2: (laughs) I'd probably play something super effeminate because it's got to be something sexual for me to get undressed. Because if I'm fighting a bunch of dudes, I'm going to be naked.
4: It's the only (laughs) way they're not going to touch you. Oh, boy. (laughs) Come here. Come back
2: here. Start chasing them out of the bar. Yeah. That's that's a good one, Joe. Joe for the smoke. When's the last time you've been out and saw a bar fight? Has that happened
1: recently? Yes. Two months ago. Hmm. Yes. You know what I did? The fight was to my right. I walked as far as I could to my left. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't for the fighting, man. I'm telling you, listen, hit me out. I'm not afraid of anybody. But at the same time, we fighting for? Well why are we in a bar
2: fight? What what I mean? Come on. What what's the reason? I think Malik the five foot freak from Tribe Called Quest said it best. I'm far from a tough guy, but I'm even further from a punk. <laughs> there you go. And that's like That's you, me. That's that's
1: me. I'm I'm not trying to be the tough guy, but hold up. I ain't afraid to get my ass whooped over some prize. Let that fight <laughs> stay over there. If I bring over here, if the fight comes my way we're fighting, don't get me wrong, I got no problem. Mm-hmm. But I don't walk into a bar, Joe, thinking I wish somebody would. I don't. I don't. I just I walk in to get something to drink, something to eat, hang out with some friends, watch some games, and go. That fighting stuff, I, I talk for a living. I'm a prize talker mm-hmm. and a prize fighter. Just don't hit me in the
2: throat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you fool. All of that, yeah, and I want somebody to
2: help me. I did, like, yeah, I, I've seen some uh, uh, more altercations and pushing and shoving, but Rashawn just said, "Knuck if you buck." Yeah, see, but Rashawn was just reco- He was one of those cats that held his phone up and just started recording people that were uh, fighting.
1: It says world star in the
4: background. Yeah.
1: Rashawn is the guy that starts to fight and then films it at the same time. He does that at the stadium all the, the time. He's Content manager. He starts. To, he starts it. And then records it.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, nothing wrong with that. Mm. You're setting up the entertainment for everyone else. That's what you're doing. Man, then you the, post it. The last fight I there was a girl fight that I was breaking up. A lady fight. How I many parts you grab? No, I I I grabbed somebody to separate them and get them away, and then they threw their head back and busted my mouth or my, my lips. She should have minded your business.
1: See? I don't, That's I'm, what I'm not start, I'm not stopping I'm not starting a fight. I'm not stopping If Somebody else. Somebody come in either. and said, Who hit you? That girl right there, <laughs> she hit me with her head. She reverse head you?
2: <laughs> she, Bam! You know what I'm talking about? I'm trying to pull her away, and then she just, I, I hope someone's listening that, that remembers this or knows her. It's uncalled for. Trying to be a good guy and catch a stray.
1: My buddy uh, Daryl says, drowning pool,
2: bodies. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I saw the worst pair of boobies ever to that song. Well, bodies? Ever, yeah. I was at OzFest. And drowning pools let the bodies hit the floor. Uh-huh. Came on, and people were chanting, "Show your show your, to this girl."
1: And oh, then, you told me about that.
2: Yeah, and then she popped her top, and I never felt so bad for somebody <laughs> in them, my entire life. Put and one looked like a banana in a tube sock, and then there was like a puppy's nose on the other one. Like they were two different shapes, pointed in different directions, and I, like the, everybody the started, chant. they started cheering, "Put your shirt back on." And I'd like to say thank you for letting me see the worst <laughs> pair of boobs I've ever seen in my life. I would say
1: thank you for telling her to put a shirt back on. Yeah,
2: I didn't tell her to put it back on, but I'm glad you did. It was, <laughs> it was a rough day for her. Poor
1: girl. Joe has the encore. You don't want to miss, miss it. Banana a a black history moment to find out what we learned today on the fan. That's the encore for the day. 410 583 1057. That's the number. Rob Long, Jeremy Conn, Ed Norris is on vacation this week. Now, time for our black history moment. Thank you very much, sir. Today, boys and girls, Carol Mosley Braun. She is an American uh, diplomat, politician, and lawyer who represented Illinois in the United States Senate from 1993 to 1999. Prior to her Senate tenure, Mosley Braun was a member of the Illinois House of Representatives from 1979 to 1988 and served as Cook County Recorder of Deeds from 1988 to 1992. She was elected to the U.S. Senate in 1992 after defeating Senator Alan J. Dixon in a Democratic primary. <coughs> Mosley Braun served one term in the Senate and was defeated by Republican Peter Fitzgerald in nineteen ninety-eight following her Senate tenure. Mosley Braun served as United States Ambassador to New Zealand and Samoa from nineteen ninety-nine to two thousand one. She was a candidate for Democratic nomination in the two thousand four U.S. presidential election. She was drawn from withdrew from the race prior to the Iowa Caucuses. In November 2010, Mosley Braun began a campaign for mayor of Chicago to replace retired incumbent Richard M. Daley. She placed fourth in the field of six candidates losing the 2011 election. Uh, Mosley Braun was the first African-American woman elected to the U.S. Senate, the first African-American U.S. uh, Senator from the Democratic Party, the first woman to defeat an incumbent U.S. Senator in the primaries for the nomination for major party and the first female U.S. senator from Illinois. She is Carol Mosley Braun. She does not look old enough to, like the pictures that I saw, to be in politics in 19, excuse me, 1979. Mm. She doesn't look old enough. I don't see her birthday, conveniently, on here. Oh, yeah. She's 76. It looks good for 76. Now time for you to find out what we learned today. What I learned today today is National Leadership Day. There's also National Muffin Day. I love muffins. That's for you, muffin. Love a good muffin top. Lo- National Love Your Pet Day. I love my pets. And also National Comfy Day. I've never in my life been comfy. I've been comfortable, but comfy. Comfy I've- is for women named Amanda and Chrissy. I've, been I've never been Comfy. I've been comfy. No, oh, sure. You got to get in a beanbag chair. You get comfy. I love my beanbag chair, man. What you talking about? I love my beanbag mm, chair. It's comfortable. It's me and, comfortable. Me and Robbie both have beanbag chairs. We sit in the basement and chill out. I love my beanbag. What you learn today, Jeremy Carr? Joe, what color is the wind?
4: I don't know, Jeremy. What color is the wind? Blue. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <sighs> that one is so stupid. <laughs> Uh, my you wife. Didn't, you didn't get a rim
1: shot. I don't think he it ready. But at least the job. Wouldn't get
4: one. No. No. no, no.
2: <laughs> my wife yelled at me from upstairs the other day and says, "Do you ever get a shooting pain across your body like someone's got a voodoo doll of you and they're stabbing it?" And I was like, "No." She goes, "How about now?"
1: <laughs> <laughs> Finally,
2: winter is almost. My winter fat is almost gone. Now I have spring rolls. Yeah. I've opened up a gym where the instructors would go from door to door to tell people about the benefits of joining it. It's called Jehovah's Fitness. <laughs> my dad once told me if I put a potato in my swim trunks, I would attract more women. He forgot to tell me to put it in the front. <laughs> I woke up this morning determined to drink less, eat right, and exercise. That was four hours ago when I was younger and full of hope. (laughs) I don't know why this one made me laugh so much. I I heard that by law you need to turn your headlights on when it's raining in Sweden. How the hell am I supposed to know when it's raining in Sweden? (laughs) And this this is a good one. My wife yelled at me. She was like, I just got stung by a jellyfish. Quick, pee on it. So I went over to that thing and started peeing on it and said, Take that jellyfish! You'll do that to my wife. Sorry. Now uh, one more here. <laughs> go ahead. IKEA won't stop calling me. All I wanted was one night stand.
1: A one night stand. I got you. you got don't, don't 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 double down. Right, I got sorry. you. There you go. He done. I'm Thank done. you very much, Jack. I don't <sighs> like the last one.
2: Oh, you you know the one that uh, that was for you that I didn't read? Um, was oh here it is. Uh, I've just released my own fragrance. The people sitting near me on the bus didn't appreciate it. Though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Try the soup.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you very much, Vinny and Hedy Up next, have yourselves a safe and wonderful Taco Tuesday.
0: Tune In is the audio platform with something for everyone. News.